Welcome back to Lost in Transition. My name is Riyad. My name is Kevin. Today is Monday, February 21st. Uh, yesterday was the All-Star Game for 2022. It was pretty exciting. I thought Steph Curry had 50. Uh, me and Gladdy were texting back and forth a little bit. Um, we thought it was the MVP was going to go to Curry or Embiid, depending on which team won. And, and I think that kind of basically came true. Um, what what do you think of All Star Weekend, Gladdy? I'm looking at this damn lineup that I picked versus that you picked, and I would have kicked your ass, bro. Yeah, I had LeBron, Giannis, Steph, Ja, Tatum, Doncic, Booker, Cat. Oh man, this would have been a beatdown. Darius too. I probably have nine of the top ten scores on there. Well, well, Luca Butler are both terrible All Star game players. Um, Harden Butler didn't play. Shit. Yeah. Um, still, my, like, my only hope down. was my only Indeed. hope was Joel Embiid. Yeah. Um, and Jokic played like shit. He doesn't know what to do out there in an all star game. Yeah. I, first appearance didn't do much. Jamar didn't do too much. Levine wasn't bad. CP was hurt. Middleton looked like an idiot out there. <laughs> Did you see that out th- like when he threw it off the backboard to Giannis? Like, but they weren't on the same team. And he just yeah. swatted. Like, I was yeah. like, what are you doing? Like, have some awareness. Like, you, you know this dude, like, the back of your hand because he's your teammate. And you're just, like, acting as if you're going to throw an off-the-backboard alley-oop to someone to dunk, like, over Giannis. Yo, but Giannis, I, Giannis blocked Middleton from behind. I know. That's what know. I'm saying. I'm like, what, did he, like, get confused and, like, think that Giannis was still on his team? <laughs> I was like, what the hell is he doing? Yeah. Um. I, I'm Honestly, I think, I think you're a little uh, – I think because you have Giannis and, and Steph, I think that's the only reason you won. Like, I don't think your team was that much well, better. T- then, uh, then you shouldn't have. You should have drafted someone. Yeah, no, well, Devin, well, Booker, actually, Devin no, no. Booker was the seven best. Devin Booker was the second best player on Team Durant last night. Yeah, but the the we we messed it up. The way they did the draft is. Um, well, obviously, Kevin Durant and LeBron did it the way we did it. But when I listened to Zach Lowe's podcast, they didn't because KD's hurt. They they included LeBron as part of the pool, so it was f- more fair. So then the best player literally is I'm not eliminated saying it for shifted a little bit a little bit in my favor, but I'm just saying I and, totally and they and they advantage picked, it for back to back twenty point wins in the simulation. Me versus <laughs> you last year. Me versus Sango two and zero. Oh, just I might as well just be Team LeBron realistically. Yeah, but Steph had fifty. That's that's uh, if I have Steph next year and he has fifty, that's the reason. Yeah, well, maybe win the f- coin flip next year. Or else <laughs> I'm gonna win again. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'm gonna rig it next year. I, I got controls. Yeah, we're bring, we're bringing in a th- third party for the coin flip next year. Yeah, <laughs> like what uh, app simulator? Yeah, we'll um, just have someone on the pod and then kick them off after. Um, but uh, in all seriousness, seriousness, I thought I thought the. All-Star game has been pretty good um, since they implemented the Elam ending. Um, That's do you think a real quick question? Do you think that um, do you think there's possibility that the Elam ending will be like implemented at all into the, like the regular NBA, like into the season or slash a Um, tournament maybe, or maybe like the first round of playoffs, just see how it looks. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't hate it. I mean, from a a viewer standpoint, just I wouldn't either. I mean, I think me and you are big enough basketball heads where, like, that doesn't really – we're going to love the game and love how it's – you know, how the playoffs or games unfold anyway. But I think it would be – it would be an interesting – I think if they they do the um, 
if they do the like in in season tournament that they've been talking about, I definitely think they should do it for that. Yeah, that'd be dope. But yeah, I mean, the, it uh, it almost guarantees a close game at the end. Yeah, because you know it, what? I, I was cracking up there saying because like obviously the dunk contest they were roasted, roasting. Um, they said that uh, they should just put the pro ball pro bowl players in the dunk contest and have them dunk and have the uh dunk dunk contest or nba all-stars play the play the pro bowl because <laughs> of both the events yeah. Are trash now. yeah yeah i like that i like that yeah the the dunk t- contest is just it's becoming it's becoming very um gimmicky where it's like you got to find something like weird where someone online will like it or they have to play the replay to to look exactly what you saw like it's not just like the dunks because all the dunks are like crazy athletic and creative do you think that uh do you think it factors in like the lack of ratings or the everyone being so disappointed in it like factors from the fact that like there's been multiple years where there's just like basically no stars in it yeah i think that's big too because once you're picking the best dunkers, like the margin is going to be very close, but when you're picking the best dunkers among the best players, I think the margin is a little bit bigger. You can see. So like a lot of times, like some of these players, the casual fan won't even know the name of, and that's, they're only picking him because he's athletic, but that's not exactly what the fans want to see. They don't want to just see athleticism. They want to see athleticism from the best players. Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, realistically, I know like the, stars haven't done it and like well like think about like a big man dunk contest out of like the players in it like if Embiid, Giannis and like I don't know even like Cat and like someone I don't know just be like cool like switch it up year by year or something have one year where it's like oh the smaller all-stars or something like that like I, feel I like think they did that cool. a little bit with the skill stuff where they're adding like big guys to it the skills yeah. challenge so I think I think that I mean that's that's not a bad idea to do to the dunk contest. I think also like I don't think the players like I don't think the players mind doing, you know, three point contest, the skills challenge, but the dunk contest it seems very like if you miss your dunk or like have like a simple dunk that's not as good as someone else's, it like almost feels like you're you're being embarrassed out there or it feels like yeah. lame that you're being that you're out there like doing some weak It's because dunk you're or being something. it's speaking be, it's because you're being evaluated by a point system that's based on the judges as opposed to like a, a like this is what it is like it's yeah a, you do it or you don't you know yeah I mean? it's it's all object it's subjective in a way yeah. where you have almost in like the olympics where you know you have judges yeah. um but uh but yeah i think they've made some uh, some key improvements and i'm sure they're going to keep um continuing to improve it i thought the rising star um games were pretty good uh, seeing like the young guys vibe because you know there's like seven to a team so you see some different rookies and and young players playing together see maybe some um combinations in the future um and then uh i thought the uh celebrity game was trash yeah i didn't even watch that um but to get to our main topic of today um after gladi has gloated about his um, all-star team whooping my all-star team's ass. I think he's going to do a little bit more gloating now on um, <laughs> his his favorite team, the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, how how you feeling, Gladdy? What, what, uh, how excited are you for uh, Harden and, and Bede's first game together? 
So unfortunately, I was going not unfortunately because it was a blast, but I had to go out to Arizona. Oh, it was a great time. But like if we would have recorded this like Thursday night, oh man, I would have been a you would have been where, where were you Thursday night? Where were you Thursday? What were you doing? I had to get on a night? flight, dude. So like the trade deadline was at three o'clock and my flight was at like four thirty. So mm-hmm. I was just like sitting in the I was like on my last work meeting, like getting ready to go. And I found out the news and I had to still sit on my work meeting, but in an Uber to make my flight. So I was like in an Uber listening to the like work meeting and like freaking out inside my head, like getting missed call after missed call. Um, so yeah, um, <laughs> it was, it was a lot going on at once, but, uh, I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled. I can't wait for Friday. Um, I think that, yeah, I mean, you give up a lot, um, in terms of like, you get two first round picks, you gave up Simmons, you gave up Seth, you gave up Drummond, who were both use- useful. Um, uh, but overall I love the trade. I would do it. You know, I would do it a hundred times out of a hundred. Like I sat there at the trade deadline in silence for like two hours last year when we didn't make this trade. Um, so I couldn't be more thrilled. And you were thrilled to keep Maxi and uh, Matisse, right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think that they'd still have, um, you know, a, a pretty solid core, um so it's not like they're like kind of restarting so out of, out of those out of those two guys and seth you would you would have you, you like that they gave he gave up that yeah, the sixers I gave did. up seth okay yeah not that not saying that it's like not they're not gonna miss him but like he's such a liability in the uh playoffs defensively like yeah he played well against the hawks but they also like down down the stretch just targeted him possession after possession mm-hmm. brought him into every pick and roll and everything so, I mean, I think he's, I mean, it, it's like, it's a little tough in terms of just because like, it seems like whenever Embiid gets a pairing that he really likes that two game with, like the two man game with like the little dribble handoffs he had with JJ a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and then had with Seth, um, that it does fall apart. But I mean, I know Embiid's thrilled to have Harden here. Um, and, you know, overall, I just think with that, roster as it was constructed and the 25 situation i think that there was you know virtually no chance of them winning a championship this year and you know not saying that they're the favorites now but the, you know their chances got significantly better yeah definitely um i think uh just overall i think it was a trade a good trade for both teams given the circumstances um i do think in the immediate, I think the trade is better for the Sixers because, like you said, Embiid's prime is now. He's had two um, MVP MVP quality seasons in a row. Um, you know that Daryl's. He's put- a now. He's like an. It's not. It's almost like non-negotiable now that he's like a top five player. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and it, again, it was always injury. We always knew he was able to dominate. It was just over long stretches of time and in the yeah. playoffs. Um, but he's, I mean, he's also gotten so much better in terms of like his passing. Yeah, his, yeah. Even he's improved his shooting, his ball handling, like everything has been a huge, huge upgrade over the yeah. last couple of years. Um, now, what, uh, so like, be honest, like, and I have related just like, well, just real quick to finish my thought. Yeah. I think the, the Sixers again, like in the immediate, I think, uh, this is a great move for them. Um, so, you know, if, even if 
even if this is like let's say a two to three year window you still think it's it's a great trade yeah because they had a zero window yeah with yeah. their their old roster so i agree like it's not like oh like we're waiting a little longer to see if ben like grows a ball sack like he's never like he's not going to get there never going to be that second tier player to Embiid. like yeah he might be a good fit if they get like peak ben simmons in brooklyn which no one knows is going to happen mm-hmm. um it, it was never he was never going to be the number two to Embiid. Yeah, Tobias Harris is locked up. He's never going to be the number two to Embiid. So you essentially were just not having a championship window. Yeah. And like I said, it's, you know, Harden's bounced around on a couple of different teams, like hasn't worked out. Like, you know, he has come up a little short in the playoffs, but nowhere near this short as 25. Um, so, I mean, it's just like, it, it's night and day in terms of, the the potential as opposed to having in my opinion like after watching that playoff series last year they had no no championship with the no championship potential with the roster being constructed like that i guess we can move on to the nets then well and last thing i know me and you were arguing a little bit offline on this um Mm -hmm. about like Harden's shortcomings in the playoffs and ben's shortcoming in the playoffs and i know that harden's had more games and everything like that yeah um Ben Simmons has four 20-point playoff games in his career. Yes. Like, you can't have that next to Joe Embiid as his number two. Like, James Harden had five in the one series last year. So, like, I know he's still might, – he might not be at that peak MVP level anymore, mm-hmm. but I just don't think that they need that in order to have a good chance of winning a championship. I think, like, you know, maybe a little bit better than what he's been so far this season as an all-star. Like, even if he gets – x percentage better point better Mm -hmm. i still think they're gonna have a great chance because of the he's not gonna have to have that burden night in and night out because they have the best player in the nba this season yeah and that's why i say it's a it's a um it's a good trade for both teams because i think it addresses need and fit the sixers needed a a second ball handling playmaker that could um Score could the take, ball. that could score and the ball like, in the yeah. fourth in the fourth quarter yeah. have the ball in his hands and that's what you got with James Harden even though it hurt hurt, hurt your team's defense a little bit losing Simmons right same but thing. we didn't even have him this year so like yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, yeah yeah same thing same thing with the with on the other side with the Nets um they just didn't have any defense especially on the especially on the perimeter um so adding Simmons to the team that already has two bona fide scores um to him one and a half because you don't know when Kyrie's gonna play. <laughs> one and a half. Um, <laughs> one and a half. Uh, plus, you got the, you know, you have other shooters like Seth Curry and and Joe Harris and other players around there where Simmons isn't going to be needed to, to be relied upon to score in the fourth quarter, um, or even necessarily to play make in the fourth quarter. So I think for both teams, it. Um, I think it it's works funny for though both that teams. The Nets, I just think near term, in the near term, it's better for the Sixers. Yeah, I agree. In the longer term, I think it has it, potential it, to be better for the Nets, in my opinion. Yeah, but yeah, because we'll they get a little younger. But like that being said, like <clears throat> normally you'd be like, oh, <clears throat> James Harden didn't want to be here, right? So, um, so now we're just going to all come together and like our team is like, we know what we are. But, yeah. like, at the same time, you don't know what the hell you are because you have Kyrie who yeah. can't play half the games. You have Ben Simmons who's a mental midget and can't 
like who knows when he's going to be ready to play like it's still like such a and like KD is like obviously a top three player in the NBA but like he's been hurt a lot lately as well and like his frame like you never know when another injury could occur like there's still just so much ambiguity with the Nets even though they got rid of like what they might claim was the reason for that ambiguity or that yeah. you know issues in the locker room but like yeah. I don't think that's cleared up at all yeah I think I think you're right on that point I think and we disagreed with uh, with on this point last year with the Nets but I think there were always two problems with the Nets and one I think we agreed on the other one we didn't one was the off-court issues that everybody knew Kyrie was a flake is a flake you know Durant isn't that great of a leader you know Harden with him but um but on the court we disagreed because you thought it was a good fit and they were favorites to win the title and I just didn't think it was going to be an amazing fit with the roster construction of of being very top offense heavy but not having a lot of defense and I think it actually fixes a lot of those issues in terms of the roster construction of of being more of a balanced team but it doesn't really fix a lot of the off-court stuff which are still big yeah, question marks that's true but yeah i, I think it's gonna be the bucks last year if <laughs> nah. <you> get hurt. <laughs> we'll see uh well actually we'll never see but we saw what yeah happened. we literally never will see <laughs> yeah we'll see we saw what happened um but uh this is why the trade deadline and like the off-court stuff has been really really big for the MB- nba like this trade like t even the casual fan, I think, is super interested to see how the, how this Harden Harden Sixers thing work, and also how the Nets Simmons thing works. So I think these last twenty five games, thirty games of left in the season, I think are going to be super fun. Um, and then heading into the playoffs, especially with both teams being in the East, and how that kind of shakes up the East, I think it's going to be super exciting. Yeah, like there's a legit chance that they could play in the first round of the NBA playoffs, yeah. which would be absolutely insane. Like, yeah. I cannot imagine, and like, I'll be there at least at some of them. Like, Ben Simmons coming to the Wells Fargo Center in like game one of the first round of the NBA playoffs. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you literally can't make a better storyline than that. No, yeah, it's it's definitely gonna be. My eyes will be fucking glued on that TV. Yeah. Um, I will lose my I, voice in the first quarter. <laughs> I will honestly like fly up to Philly to watch that, <laughs> watch that shit with you. Yeah, that's um, gonna be insane. Um, all right, so I guess uh, I guess we can move on to some of the other trades that um, it wasn't just the Harden Simmons trade, even though that was obviously the biggest one. All right, so yeah, yeah, so the Kings got um, obviously Jeremy Lamb, uh, Justin Holiday is a bonus, um, and the Pacers got Thompson, who was already bought out. And went to the Bulls, buddy, and obviously the the crown jewel was Tyrese Halliburton. Yep. Um, I think it's just it's a classic. The Kings stay Kings. Like organizations, a shit show. They just blame the coaches every time, even though it seems to be the front office, in my opinion, who just has a poor roster construction, poor eye for talent. Even though they finally get one right with Halliburton. It's not even only them. just talent, it's just vision too. It's like, yeah. how, what do you want your team to look like? It's, it's yeah, not even, exactly. It's incoherent. Um, so, I mean, like the Kings got the best player in the trade right now in Zabonis, but like already doesn't look like it's a great fit with Fox. I mean, like I know I mentioned to you yesterday, like their ceiling is maybe make the playoffs and yeah. lose in four games 
in the first round, like maybe yeah. five. Like yeah. I don't even think they could win a game. They definitely couldn't. Um, and the Pacers get like a. It seems like they're just they're trying to do like a retool because they're not like doing a complete rebuild because they're getting like younger players. Um, but like they can't because they have a couple people locked in. Like then don't they have Brogdon locked in? So Bro, I heard they're gonna try to get rid of Brogdon this off season. Is what I'm hearing. Uh, okay. And uh, but I mean they got rid of Zabonis. I mean it, I think Turner's tenure is pretty once he gets healthy. I, I don't really see them bringing him back. Um, I just think that his timeline isn't gonna align with Halliburton and the the you know Duarte and and the guys that they seem like they're trying to build around. Um, so I, I honestly think I think Brogdon will be gone this offseason. I think there's a good chance Miles Turner will as well. Um, so yeah, I think I think they did a pretty good retool because they realized that they weren't really going anywhere uh, in terms of that core of like Zabonis, uh, Brogdon, uh, Turner, T.J. Warren. Um, so I mean, they kind of did a retool where they're able to get Halliburton build around, uh, like I said, Duarte um and some of the other young talent they have there yeah so i mean i, I think it's pretty it's a, it's an interesting trade kings state kings but pretty irrelevant in terms of this season the only interesting move move that you could see is i don't i don't know oh, i guess buddy healed not like on the, is he on the last year of his deal or not I, I, i'm not i don't sure. think he i don't think he is where he could be a buyout candidate i was gonna say like he could be a good buyout he doesn't candidate. seem like a rick carlisle carlisle player yeah definitely not he's not too much of a defense guy so um i'll let you jump over to your pretty boy luca and talk about the mavs uh trade well i'll I'll talk about the mavs but luca wasn't really involved with any of the moves the mavs got rid of chris saps porzingis um it was kind of a a running topic over the last few years about what they were going to do with him um they kind of signed him to a a contract right away or an extension right away when they traded for him from the Knicks, you know, people had questions from the beginning about his health one, um, but also just, well, two, his fit with Luca and then three, just his overall just ability. If he was going to get better um, from what we saw in New York, um, it didn't seem like it was working. Um, I think I thought, I thought he was having a decent year, but again, he was just missing a lot of time. Um, they were, you know, they, they looked pretty good without him when he wasn't in the lineup. Um, and I have I, a fractured relationship. Like, do you think those rumors are true that they didn't? I have no idea. I think, I think it seemed like it was true, but then Rick, when Rick Carlisle left, it seemed like Porzingis was in a better mood. So it seemed like it was Rick Carlisle that, that Porzingis didn't like. Um, but also heard that Luca didn't like Rick Carlisle too. So, I don't know exactly what it was. They seemed like they were like they were pointing out at the beginning of the year that Kristaps was like having fun, having more fun and smiling and and that type of thing. Um, But I guess they, you know, they gave him up to the trade deadline and and figured that the team was playing good enough without him. And and to get off his contract, I guess they just wanted two, uh, two, two smaller contracts that they could be more flexible with. Um, and, and just add it. Yeah, it, it seemed like a lot of people were. Even JJ jumped on, who was a Mav last year, um, and he he was like surprised and didn't understand what they were doing. And it, it, the only way it makes sense is that they're they just wanted to get off of Chris Stapps. Yeah, not, not that, like that they were trying to make some kind of big. Yeah, move. I think it's like they were, you know, 
five percent better with Kristaps, like still yeah. not really like championship contenders. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they're just like, we need to get off this contract to be able to be ready for the next, the next move, yeah. name that comes up, or you know, the next free agent or whatever it might be. Yeah, and I think I think also what tough with him is just he he's too tall to to be anything but a five and he just he can't i don't know if he has like the durability to be a five Um, let me toss this one out here at you um some aggravation about or rumors about his him not being happy in new orleans what about uh you know a year two years down the road zion going to the mavs to play with luca I mean, that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> that would be wild. That would be crazy. The lobs that Luca would be throwing Zion. Oh, my oh God. My dude, God. Wild. Right. I mean, they right now they basically have an undersized five. Not saying that that Zion would play the five, but right now they have an undersized five. Dwight Powell that plays the five, and he's basically yeah. like their um, uh, run to the rim guy, getting lobs um and you know putting zion in that position that, that so you'd scary. want zion i guess you would want to pair zion with like a a stretch five right like that would be the most ideal fit like maybe a rim protecting a rim protector five. yeah rim protecting stretch like a, five a brick brooke lopez-esque if he wasn't like obviously getting up there in age yeah yeah i'm mean, obviously there's not a lot of those guys out there but even honestly it wouldn't even need to be Miles Turner, That'd yeah, be a good fit. yeah, I guess, um, yeah, uh, that's not terrible. It it would definitely have to be someone that's that's just a stretch five or yeah. or just is able to shoot a little bit, maybe like a Valanciunas or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, I think there's a lot of with someone like Luca that's a playmake playmaker like this. There's so many I think combinations you could put with him. Um, but first game, first game that Dinwiddie and Bertans played, they both played well. So um, we'll see how those how those go. What do you think um, about CJ in New Orleans? Um, so I did watch him against the Mavs. Um, that was the only game I saw him on the Pelicans, and he had thirty eight. So he played well. Um, I think I think I think it was a pretty good trade. It seems like for the Pelicans. Um, you think it's too much of like a a win now trade or are you okay with it how how old is cj he's just like 31 32 30 uh, sounds about right yeah I would, nah, I would say yeah probably like uh early to yeah i would say 32 33 would be my guess i th- i think his game will probably age okay um yeah so i i don't think it's too terrible i i didn't like them getting rid of some young guys yeah um, he's 30 Alexander Walker, they got rid of him. Um, I don't know. It, it, I feel like they need to decide if they're if what they want to do with Brandon Ingram. Um, also, um, they have. I don't know. They just. It doesn't seem like the. Um, what's his name? I think they got to keep David Griffin is is doing a very good job. Yeah, I mean, I think now that they got CJ, they have to convince themselves that they're kind of in, which is scary seeing what zion's injury is right well, now are they like trying to convince themselves or are they trying to convince zion they're trying yeah to, that's true they're um, probably trying to convince a little bit of zion that they're that trying they're trying to, to win now yeah. But yeah but he also can't stay healthy yeah i mean that's not a that's a tough balance to have 
But now, I mean, it just uh, it just even looks worse that they got rid of Lonzo this offseason because, yeah. like, now they just have no one who can defend anyone. Like, yeah, they're off. Their whole lineup is pretty poor defensively. Um, I mean, I guess Ingram's shown strides, but like, he's the only like positive at all defender on there. So, I think you got some serious issues there. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not optimistic about their future, yeah. at least in the short term, at least. Um, and then uh, I guess the um, only other big trade, um, I guess the Bucks did get Serge Ibaka, and there were some other moves that were made. But the other big one that kind of um, that kind of grabbed people's attention was Derek White to the Celtics. What did you think of that? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good trade for them. Uh, I think Jeremy Langford had ran his uh, course in Boston. Um, he was a pretty high lottery pick a couple years back, but he really hasn't developed much. Josh Richardson's been getting bounced around ever since he's had some success early in his career in Miami. He's been pretty disappointing everywhere else. Um, so I thought it was a pretty good trade for the Celtics. I know they gave up some type of draft compensation, I believe. I don't know yeah. exactly what it was. Um, but I mean, I think it helps in terms of them just getting some more shooting around Tatum and Brown. Uh, they've been playing a lot better lately. I mean, they already had a top level defense. I mean, this gives you like probably the best or, or, or at least the top three defensive backcourt in the NBA um, with Derek Wright and, and uh, Marcus Smart. So, I mean, I think they're putting a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, just a lot of trust in their defense. Um, I mean, I still don't think they have enough to like come out of the East or anything, but yeah, I think that, you know, this, this recent stretch has really given them a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of confidence that uh, I wouldn't want to see them in a first round series uh, just with all the, you know, defensive weapons they have and then still having Brown or Tatum that can take over a game at any point. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't see them as like a, a contender to actually like win it all or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably agree with that. Um, you know, they've been playing well lately, but I think, uh, I still want to see Tatum, you know, in, uh, lead, lead a team in the playoffs. So we'll see, yeah. we'll see how that goes. I mean, the um, biggest, the big step for him is the, is the playmaking. I mean, it's, yeah. he's got, I mean, his three point per percentage has fell, fallen off a little bit this season. Um, but I mean, that, that's gotta be the big step. Um, you know, either that or becoming like a Kawhi-esque like defender, defender at yeah. some point yeah. um, because I mean to be to make that jump to that like top 10 player realistically you have to either be that Kawhi type defender an elite scorer like he is or you have to get that playmaking element you know more into your game yeah definitely um I think those are those are pretty much the biggest trades um with the trade deadline over um at this point the only uh roster moves that'll be made will be like buyouts and and guys getting waived and stuff like that um so we'll see we'll see what occurs in the meantime um before the playoffs some teams still need to improve if they want to make make a splash in the playoffs um, oh let's uh real quick before you wrap up what do you think about the cp injury as long as he's back a couple weeks before the playoffs you think they're still going to get the one seed? Yeah. I think they'll stay ahead of the Warriors. I mean, they've got... they got like six, six or seven games on them, I believe. Six and a half. Yeah. 
They have six and a half. Yeah, on I mean them. they they have a, they're one of the deepest teams in the NBA. That's for, yeah for good reason. But um, yeah, yeah, I so think yeah. That, I think they'll be fine. I honestly, the Warriors might might lose that second seed to the Grizzlies. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, Grizzlies been playing well. Um, Jaw had that fucking sweet ass dunk yesterday. Yeah, that was dope. Um, Reminds me of a lot of me in college. <laughs> Um, all right, so that wraps up this episode. Uh, thank you, Gladdy. Thank you to everyone out there. Please rate and subscribe, and we will see you next time. Peace. James Harden's a sixer. We know, Gladdy. <laughs> <laughs>